Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rock podcast. I am back today with my friend, Alicia Hutchinson, and we're talking about homeschooling. We're talking about tying up the year, what that looks like. Um, Today, we're gonna talk a little bit about some end of the school year traditions that she and her family has. And then we're gonna talk a little bit about summertime and what that can look like for your family and how you can continue learning alongside of your kids throughout the summertime. But before we do that, I wanna say thank you to our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool. No parent should homeschool alone, whether it's summertime, school year, whatever, don't homeschool alone. You have a God-given calling to bring up your child to love God and to steward his creation. And BJU Press exists to help you be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com or call 1-800-845-5731 to connect with an experienced homeschool consultant. This is a great time of the year for you guys to do that as it's summertime. Their consultants, of course, don't just work in the school year. They work in the summertime too, and they are there to help you. So if you guys have questions about any of that, call them 1-800-845-5731 and uh, just talk to them. See how they can help you prepare for the next school year. Well, Alicia, welcome back to the podcast. I am so fun. I, I'm having so much fun. I'm so fun. Well, I am fun too sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think I'm fun most of the I time. I like to think I'm know. fun too. <laughs> right. Don't ask, <laughs> ask my, my kids. kids. <laughs> it's so funny because, you know, some moms are like, well, I'm, I am the serious kind of mom. And I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> when I try to be serious, my girls laugh at me and they're like, oh, mom, you're mm. like, they can't take me seriously. And sometimes it causes, though I will say when I'm really serious about something, they know it and they, they will usually fall into line because they know yeah. I was really upset or mad because it doesn't matter. made her often. mad now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Takes a lot to really get to me. So anyway, I like to think I'm fun, but I'm having fun talking to you as well, Alicia. And I love talking about the school year and um, what are some traditions that you have, maybe some fun traditions uh, that you have with your kids at the end of the year? Well, we do have a really a couple of really fun uh, end of the year traditions. I always think the first day and the last day, uh, even if you're tired, you should be you should make a, a lot of fanfare about it because you just are starting out something really fun or you're ending something that you worked really really hard at for an entire school year. So you should celebrate. Yeah. It should be it should be a fun day. So what we like to do on the last day of school is I have all of my kids or the ones that I'm homeschooling anymore are still. Um, come out on the front steps. We, it, No matter where we've lived, we've uh, every first day and last day of school, we take a picture on the front steps and it's just almost like a growth chart to see how they've grown uh, yeah. from one year to the next. And of course it always makes me cry, but that's okay. <laughs> it's a fun tradition. Um, and then on the last day of school, I always like to do a summer fun basket. And it really is just a basket full of stuff I have to buy for summer anyway. So it could be sunscreen, it could be bug spray, uh, things to make s'mores. Uh, Sometimes I put together a summer reading list for each of my kids and I'll go to the thrift store and I'll find some of the books on my list and I'll tie them all together with a little notepad or something that they can keep track of their books. uh, did I say new new swim trunks or swimsuits, beach towels, you know, just things that kids grow out of that they need anyway. And so I put those all, it's all about the presentation. And so when they come down, they're like, oh, it's so fun, but really it's stuff I had to buy anyway. (laughs) Um, And so, but it it is just a fun tradition. And then the other thing that we do, usually a couple weeks after school has ended is uh, it's, 
you know, it hit me one of the first years that I was homeschooling that, you know, at the end of the year, they always at public school or private school, they always have these big, fun, open houses where the kids get to, you know, really display everything that they've done for the year. And being in your home, nobody really gets to see those cool things except for mom and dad. And and a lot of times we're done with school by the time dad gets home. And so he doesn't even see them all the time. So uh, I had this idea when my my two boys that I was homeschooling at the time were really small, and uh, we did uh, we just called it the Hutchinson Family Art Show, and it was much more than art. But that year we had studied flight and aviation, and so of course having two boys, the only right and just thing to do was to make them. <laughs> dress like the Wright brothers and give a presentation. So we just invited, um, you know, we just have grandparents, aunts and uncles. It's usually just family, but close friends can come too. And we send out and I really have them kind of host it. So they're learning some of those skills, of course, the social skills that homeschoolers need to know about um, with like, uh, you guys are going to host. And so you have to learn how to send out an invitation and take people's jackets when they come to the door and offer them a drink and those kinds of things. So uh, they'll help me, you know, just make some brownies or some cookies or something and some, you know, a fun punch or something like that. And then they have all of their projects that they've done for the year, just sitting out uh, papers that they were proud of, that they want people to see, art projects. Uh, We do a lot of hands-on projects for history. uh, So they'll have those. And it's just a fun way to really display what they've done for the homeschool year and show others that um, we're doing school and that we're doing fun (laughs) things. And uh, it's also really fun for my husband because um, even though we talk about school at the end of the day, sometimes it is a really good way for him to see it all, all displayed, um, the timelines and all of that fun stuff. And so um, that is a, a a tradition that I really, really love. And we've done one pretty much every year of our 15 years. So that is awesome. I have never heard of anyone doing an end of the school year basket like that. That sounds like so much <laughs> fun. And it's funny because you think of, you know, people do Easter baskets and they'll do, you know, Valentine baskets and Christmas stockings and things like that. But what a fun way to just show that we can celebrate what we're doing with Mm -hmm. our kids. We can celebrate their homeschool. And I mean, every traditional school has their end of the school year party, right? Where they have Mm -hmm. cupcakes and they, you know, do fun games and they, they do fun things. And so why shouldn't we be any different in celebrating the things that God has done in our family? And that is a, I love that idea. I love that you do that. That sounds like so much fun. Um, and the art show. Oh, how fun. Yeah. Yeah. Being able to show people like, we actually do homeschool. We actually <laughs> yeah. do accomplish some things throughout the year. And um, that, I think that is, it's really cool. Do you have, um, I, I, you've got a ton of blog posts on your website, which by the way, mm-hmm. for our listeners, she has fantastic blog posts. So go to her website. Again, we'll put the links in there. Do you have specific blog posts that um, pertain to this specific thing on there? Do you know? Oh, about the basket, I definitely do. Okay. Uh, I have multiple posts with tons okay. of ideas and links yeah, and fine. things like that. And about the art show, I do believe, I, I know I've wrote uh, an article in uh, the magazine that we write. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I wrote one in there, but I'm pretty sure there's at least one blog post on the blog okay. as well. Cool. So. Yeah. If you can send those to me, we'll throw those in the show notes as well. And then people can Um, access those and get some more fun ideas. But I love that. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? 
Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with Alicia. So this is fun. We've talked about how to tie up the school year. We talked about how to organize your work, how to make uh, you know, just some some binders or folders that have your kids' schoolwork in them, just so you can show. And and actually, I wanted to make a note on that. Every state is different, so make sure that whatever state you're in, especially if you're new to homeschooling, make sure you know what your state requirements are, because some states really do require you to do that. They want to see that you have work, and if someone shows up at your front door, they want you to be able to present to them your, um, you know, a report card and your attendance record and some work samples and things like that. So some people have to do that. We live in a state that's totally free. We are not required to do that, but it's always a good idea to have those things. And so wherever you live, make sure that you know what your state laws are. And if you don't know what your state laws are, find your state organization and they will help you figure that out. And those state organizations you can find at homeschoolfreedom.com. You can find out most states have an organization, a homeschool organization, not all, but most do. So, um, So just figure that out. That's just a little bit of a side note. Um, but we've talked about that. So I want to talk about summertime because summertime is fun and hot and sweaty and and full of activities and also can sometimes be full of boredom because we don't have our regular structured schedule. Uh, we're not necessarily doing any curriculum, though some do, but I would say the majority of people don't uh, because most kids don't. And so their kids want to be out playing and doing the same things that other kids do. So what are some fun ways that we can learn during the summertime with our kids? I think there's just so many natural ways. I've tried many times to, you know, do like fun math workbooks and stuff like that, but it just never really works well for us. Some people do school all the way through summer. We're just not that kind of people. I think partly because we live in Minnesota and we have to be outside in the summertime. And so I just, I really think that there are so many amazing things to learn just naturally spending time outside with your kids, Um, nature walks. I mean, just going on walks and you could write in a journal what you guys see or, or not. You can um, also take this time to have your, if, if you have a high schooler like we do, uh, this is a good time for them to read some of those, uh, you know, 2000 books that every high schooler must read before they graduate high school <laughs> right. kind of things and read read off of those lists. I always like love looking through those lists and uh, putting some of those in my kids' uh, summer fun basket. Um, so those are really uh, good ways to make good use of the time and, uh, also just time to play. 
uh, especially if you have those little ones still um, just playing outside. There's so many things that they can learn by just uh, giving them, you know, going to Goodwill or the thrift store and giving them a bunch of old pots and pans that are cheap and, you know, letting them play. And like, we, we took a pallet, uh, just a, I think it was free, a pallet that we, or maybe two of them, and we cut them up to make this mud kitchen for my youngest. And that sits outside on the back. Um, kind of, we have this back patio that we don't really use. And so she spends hours out there just making whatever for dinner yeah. <laughs> out of mud and rocks and gravel and whatever. But um, those are really fun ways. Uh, and also, if you have, uh, I'm, I love using games in my homeschool, mm, but yep. sometimes, you know, like you're saying with the co-ops and things like that, yeah. your days can get really full really fast. So sometimes we have good intentions with those fun extras, but that's a great time. Summer is a great time to pull out some of those sequen sequence games, or uh, we have these maps that are have these pins with them. And those are fun to just sit on the counter or the um, the table. And when the kids wake up in the morning, they always gravitate towards stuff like that. If you kind of keep it moving and keep it fresh uh, so it doesn't just become white noise sitting there, uh, it, it's just a fun way to pull out those things that you had good intentions of buying and using for school during the school year. But a lot of times the curriculum takes over and the schedule takes over. So games, books, nature, play, yeah. um, all kinds of that, that just natural learning. Yeah. Yeah. I, you talk about just putting those things out when we present things to our kids sometimes and say, here, do mm -hmm. this. They're like, oh, I don't really want to do that. But when they're just out for them to do, they, it, I think it's more like, okay, oh, now it's my idea and I want to do this. And so, um, you know, of course games are easy and, and kids always will gravitate towards games because they're fun. And we have done an episode on game schooling. Uh, we'll link that in the show notes as well. If you've not heard that one, it is so good for kids to play games because it it develops so many things. It, it's brain development, it's character development. Um, I mean, it it's logic development. It's so many different things. And so games are really, really good and important for kids. Um, puzzles are mm. huge. I mean, throw a puzzle out on the table and let your kids spend several days putting a big puzzle together. You know, it could be a 500 piece puzzle or a thousand piece puzzle, depending on their ages and their ability. Uh, but yeah, there are so many things that we can do with our kids so that they are just presented with an opportunity to continue learning without feeling like they're actually learning because they're not sitting down and doing a book. I'm like you, I, we've tried before to actually do curriculum in the summertime. And my girls are like, um, no, I was like, <laughs> all of our friends are out of school and we just want to play and do fun things. Um, and so, yeah, it's a great opportunity to still continue to learn. Um, talk about character development really quickly, because I have found for my kids that summertime is a really good time to work on character development, because sometimes it seems like during the school year, we're so busy with curriculum and dinner and, you know, all the things that, that we have going on that I feel like for me, sometimes I miss the opportunity. I don't miss the opportunity to develop good character in them, but I sometimes don't get to really hone in on it. Whereas in the summertime, you can do things like that. Have you found that with your kids as well? Yeah, for sure. Some of those things that, you know, you're busy, you see them, you know yeah. that they need to be closer addressed or kind of honed in on, focused on. But yeah, you're 
you're driving a a co-op, you're driving to this activity or that activity. And so that is why partially, I think it is a really good idea to be very intentional on what you choose to fill your time with, whether it be the summertime or the um, homeschool year. But yeah, I, I definitely think this is a great time. And especially, you know, I like to speak to the the older kids because uh, it is something I feel like maybe is a little bit missing in the homeschool blogger influencer niche where there's a lot of stuff for younger kids. But with the older mm-hmm. kids, summer is a great time to uh, help them get a summer job yeah. and develop so many skills, uh, character skills and just, you know, everyday life skills uh, through a job, um, you know, take them to the bank and set up a their first checking account, show them how to balance a budget, those kinds of things, uh, work on the car together, show them how to care for the lawn together, plant flowers. Uh, this was also, it's a great time to let them do some of those skills that maybe there's just not a lot of extra time. I know a couple of years ago, uh, one of my sons was really interested in learning how to use power tools. And so my husband helped him get started on building these uh, planters, just kind of these raised planter beds. And he sold them on, I think the next door app and he made bank doing that. (laughs) And so like, those are just some ways that you can uh, really just spend time with your teenager. And sometimes it doesn't always depend, uh, it doesn't always matter what activity you're doing, but you can use that time to talk to them about just things they're struggling with or some, maybe some, like you're saying, like some character things that maybe just need addressed. And it's easier to address those things sometimes when your hands are busy and when you're working on something rather than, you know, this big, you know, very official sit down and we got to talk kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, both are effective, but sometimes having those natural organic conversations while you're both busy and you're both maybe not looking straight at each other. uh, Those are really (laughs) great opportunities that I find open up more in the summertime when everything's just a little bit more low key, which is really nice. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even your kids can be, you know, I, I like that you're talking about the older kids they can apprentice somewhere um, Mm -hmm. and learn, you know, maybe as they're starting to figure out, you know, what the Lord would have for them and what path they want to pursue. Maybe they can work at, you know, with construction workers, or I mean, I don't know, you know, they, they can help the neighbor plant her garden. Maybe if you're not a gardener, Um, there are so many different skills that they can learn that way. And, and summertime gives our kids the opportunity to do those things because then they have the time um, and also service. I mean, that's a great time for kids who maybe during the school year, they don't have time, but you can volunteer at your local pro-life center, or you can volunteer at your church, or you can volunteer at, you know, maybe a kid's camp or something. I mean, there are so many different opportunities that our kids have to serve. And summertime is a great time to do that where you're not feeling the pressure of, I want my kids to serve. I want them to learn. Oh, but they've got this, you know, they've got score to do and they they have the school year that is putting that pressure on you and on them. And so it's just a time where they can be a little bit more free and be able to explore and uh, serve in so many different ways. So I love that. Well, we are out of time again, but we're going to come back tomorrow. We're going to talk more about wrapping up the year. We're going to talk about summertime and probably a few other things. So tell us one more time, Alicia, where people can find out more about you. 
Yeah, sure. AliciaHutchinson.com. Or you can find me on Instagram at over at Alicia's. Or I also have a homeschool account on Instagram and that is learning well. Okay, sounds great. And you guys, if you are listening and if this podcast is a blessing to you and if the Schoolhouse Rocked ministry is a blessing to you, would you consider donating to the ministry of Schoolhouse Rocked? You can do that by going to our website, schoolhouserocked.com. Click the donate button. Um, We are always in need of support to keep this ministry going. And so we are grateful for you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your encouragement. We always, always appreciate it when you send us letters of encouragement, emails, um, leave leave reviews for the podcast. We love reading those and just knowing how this ministry is impacting you and your family. Um, And you can can leave reviews um, wherever you listen to the podcast, Um, but always feel free to send us an email at podcast at schoolhouserocked.com. Thanks for being with us today. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.